Are you ready to get started? Yeah, this yeah. might be an abbreviated show. <laughs> we really don't have an agenda anymore. No, awful week. Awful, awful. One real, one real game that we care about, you know. But yeah, gotta pick. Can't just pick one no, game. No, you can't. You gotta have variety. So, good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in, or downloading, or uploading our podcast. We are the Role Players. I am Arthur Mosley. He is. Daniel Allen. Our opinions do not in any way, shape, or form no. matter. <laughs> but you should listen to us anyway. Yes. If nothing else, uh, we promise to keep it right around an hour, which is perfect for your drive time. If yeah. you like a little sports and like a little, a, a lot of tomfoolery and um, <laughs> in a very professionally done podcast, yeah. <laughs> podcast uh, we're your guys. Local to Cherokee County. Yeah. Right? One of us born and raised. One of us a transplant. Well, one of us wasn't wasn't born and raised, but... Oh, that's right. You were not born and raised. <laughs> one of us grew up here. How about... Yeah, yeah. That's right. it. Neither, yeah. neither of us are from one Georgia. One raised yeah. here, not born. Yeah. Neither of us are from Georgia. Right. Right. But I got a, I got more years here than you do. Yes. You got tenure. So you're... Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you're an honorary Georgia yes. citizen, uh, which explains everything. And I... I have lineage in uh, both Southwest and Southeast Georgia. Mm. Yes, my grandfather was from Wilmington Island, Georgia, which is no longer a rural uh, minority community, I guess is the best way to put that. Um, I'm sorry, my great-grandfather, mm-hmm. uh, old man Jake Jake Mosley from uh, Wilmington Island, and my um, great grandparents on my mom's side so my grandmother's parents are from southwest georgia camilla georgia uh over near uh, mitchell and i have Baker heard of Kings. that yeah yeah okay so, so you got you got deeper roots here than i, I do I, I, yes but my, mine are just more recent yes yeah, yeah I, I i had to come back maybe i just came back home yeah yeah because when we were when i was here i mean this was back before Publix and the new Chick-fil-A and CVS and Walgreens and Hickory Flat. And it was just a four-way stop and the gravel pit. The gravel pit. So if you don't know about the gravel pit, then you're not, then you're a transplant. Yeah. I don't know about the gravel pit. Well. Can I get your opinion? It was a fighting place. (laughs) Uh, Well, what happened, uh, well, first of all, you don't ever talk about Fight Club, right? Is that? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, just sometimes people, no, people hang out there. Sometimes people fight there. The gravel pit. I used to sell donuts up there. That sounds like such an old school Hickory Flat. The gravel pit. Yeah. Uh, it's also a Wu-Tang Clan song. <laughs> um, what was your question about you, anything? Can I get your opinion on the Chick-fil-A that's going to... The, the old Hickory Flat store was torn down. Yeah. They're putting up a Chick-fil-A. Are you a fan of progress, or would you have rather seen that store preserved? Uh, I'd like to see the store preserved. Yeah. I, I wanted a Chick-fil-A for so long there, because when I lived in Harmony, uh, I, I mean, the Chick-fil-A's, there weren't any close enough to me. I right. mean, not like going... Right. So eight minutes is such a long drive, but it but felt still, you like you got to go all the way up to Highway 20 or yeah. all the way up to Riverstone. Yeah. yeah, nobody wants to do and that. And I wanted a Chick-fil-A and I wanted a Dunkin' Donuts. And isn't that the two things that are going Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. But that, yeah, I, I don't like seeing them tear things down and, and building. I, we used to shop in that store. Did I mean, you really? Back in the day, yeah. It was closed when we moved here. Yeah. So, so yeah, we, we would go in there and shop. I don't, I'd, I would have liked to see somebody just, you know, rehab it or something, but... In today's day and age, just knock stuff down and build new stuff. Right. Everything is disposable. It's like Cooper, it's like Cooper told me a, a few weeks ago in the car. We drove by, 
passed a new neighborhood and he said, they don't need to build new more houses. They need to build more woods and creeks. <laughs> and I was like, yes. Can we get Cooper to run for president? Uh, yeah. He's, a, uh, he's got some, some very advanced thoughts. He's, he's following my lead, uh, going against the urban sprawl and development and everything. Like he's, he's all about the woods. He's ahead of his time. Yeah. Um, we can spend we can spend a, the one one of these episodes we can spend thirty minutes like old angry men complaining about. Yes, we could. I mean, <laughs> too many people coming into our county. Oh my gosh! I mean, you know, I, I'm coming from Midtown where I work up to Sequoia where I coach, and it's like I'm sitting in traffic. And I'm like, why? Why do we need any more houses here? Why do we need any more? Like, like, we don't. I just remember two years ago, I could just kind of zip in and zip out and cruise anywhere. Right. And now it's like, it's, it's, it's can the we, greed, can we start greedy builders and they we, just throw up the houses and everywhere, people rate, right? Yes. Everywhere. And it's just like, I know. And I mean, get, already probably 70% of all my old fishing holes are all neighborhoods now. Yeah. You know, they're just, oh man. Stupid developers. Salty. Bitter. If you're a developer, we... Bitter. Well, even if you're a friend of ours, we don't like some of the things you do, so... If you're a developer, there is a lot of land in Pickens County that I think you should go develop. Oh my, I was what? just I was just in Pickens <laughs> County on right? Friday night. I mean, it is extremely rural and very <laughs> nice. They only have one high school in their whole county, so you guys need to go to Pickens and, like, build more high schools. Yeah. So people... Build ja- stuff there. Yeah. Jasper, Georgia. It's the marble capital of Georgia. Mm. I mean... Have you ever been to Tate? Tate, Georgia? yeah, yeah. In the pink house? The pink house is yeah. there. And, and then Tate Elementary School, the most elaborate elementary school made out of all marble. Mm. At least the outside is. Just it's amazing. I mean. So go build there. People, move there. Move to Jasper, right? Yeah. Get out of the. Get out know, of here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to wait in lines and traffic. You, you, every time I see, every time that I, like, when I get onto 20, if it's a, if it's a busy period, which seems to be all the time now, and I see all these cars or any anywhere in the metro area where there's all these people, you know, sneaking and trying to, everybody trying to, it just reminds me of this this video I saw once. It was from in Australia. They found this house that was infested with rats, and and it they were showing. They walk in and the door opens, and the rats are all like spilling in and climbing on top of each other. <laughs> and I always just think of that, and I think to myself, "You're rats," you know, like. <laughs> You dirty rats! You're just, yeah, clawing all over each other, rushing around, and you're to get where you need to go. I'm like, yeah. man, I'm, yeah, I, you bitterman in that aspect. Or everybody can stay here, and I'll move to Jasper. That's that's another option. Go up to Ballground, but Ballground's next. That's it's where they're gonna get next. I, Come on, I, just, I think you have to go to Jasper, and then after that, I really think the problem. Maybe you'd be okay in Pickens County if you lived west of 575, 515. Mm-hmm. But then after that, you really have to go to LJ or Blue Ridge. Mm-hmm. Who wants to, I mean, well, I was about to say who wants to live there, but I kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing with, with once you start getting into LJ and all that area is, is it's nice and scenic and there's apples, but then you start getting into the meth population. The meth and moonshine runners, and then you're just starting to get into That's why we have a right to bear arms, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Um, hey, we spent the first 10 minutes complaining about development. 
Uh, we're a sports show, right? We are a sports show. Sports. We could have been spending the first 10 minutes talking about politics. That's true. There's plenty of that to talk oh about. Oh my gosh. I am over political commercials. I'm, not- I'm getting texted all the time because, you- because on my work cell, the, um, apparently, I don't know if it's the address that I live at now, the old owner, I don't know if they think that I'm, I don't even know how they get my work cell because I, I only hand that out to clients. I don't give that out to anything. And I'm getting these texts, hey, so-and-so, um, well, I was going to show, yeah, actually, I do have, I, uh, just tonight got another text about your favorite, Stacey Abrams. Can I read it? And Riggs Amico. Who is Riggs Amico? Hi, Tony. Well, first of all, his name is Daniel. Yeah. I'm Jenna, a volunteer with Stacey Abrams. Sarah Riggs Amico and Democrats across Georgia... What? Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm having a... I need glasses. Early voting has started. Based on the best publicly available info from election officials, if you still... If you're still registered in DeKalb County. DeKalb County, yeah. Huh. So. Yeah. Because the people we bought the house from, her, the, the woman's name was Tony with an I. So, I don't know. Um, but she, you, didn't, you didn't buy a house in DeKalb County. No, no. Nowhere near Candler Road. And, and it's just funny because... I ignored a couple of them, and then I'd start responding and saying, one, once I, I wrote back, you know, I'm not sure who I'm going to vote for, but one easy way to lose my vote is to send me unsolicited text messages. <laughs> and they wrote back, oh, I'm sorry, we thought you were registered as whatever. I, I'll take your name off. They, they still text me. Hmm. I'm going to start. Man, I, I, if Stacey Abrams is listening, could you tell your campaign not to text us and just stick to the issues? Yeah. I don't, don't like, text me. And, and I wish we could just take up all the money that people spend on political campaigns and donate it to, ch- to charities. Like we could probably feed, actually no, we could probably get a lot of research or do a lot of research into like mental illness. I think that's a, a yeah. big deal with a lot of the uh, indigent population. That's just my That's a big deal, period. Yes, it um, is. I'm with you. So we have officially gone into, we're at 13 minutes now. Um, we've spent zero minutes talking about sports, well, and we've spent three minutes talking about political text messages and 10 minutes talking about Cherokee County's growth. Technically, we won't start the... <laughs> we'll edit out some of that, technically, Daniel... We don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm delirious because I, I it's it's late and I'm hungry and um. Art has not eaten, and I told him I'm, make I'm, yourself a meal and eat it live. No, that's that's not. Maybe next show. Okay. I'd like to eat. You know what I'd like to do? We should do a show while we eat wings. There you go. Wing comp eating competition. See who can eat the most. I would do that, but I'm too old to be in a wing eating competition. I just don't eat as much as I used to. Like if I was. You know why I wouldn't? Because I eat such a select part of the wing. Like if there's anything that's not just pure meat, You're like if there's it? any tendon or anything, no, no, I, I, I nibble the, and I used to, you know, some people take them and smush them down. And yeah, 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 yeah. That's how you eat a wing. Man, I don't want to chew anything that doesn't feel just like meat. Mm. If, it's, if it's rubbery or chewy so or a little we, stringy or fatty. So uh-uh. we have to go boneless wings for you? Is that what we have to do? No, those are nuggets. <laughs> That's nuggets. Those aren't those aren't wings in any way, shape, thank or you, form. Thank you for validating. 
Yeah. <laughs> you don't bring nuggets to a wing eating competition. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. Delirious. Yeah. Should we talk about last week in college football? I, I mean, threw, if you can I, even tell me what I happened threw our last picks week. Away. I, I, I saw even watch. Yeah, I saw Nick Fitzgerald, I believe, complete more passes to the LSU defense than to the Ole Miss or the Mississippi State offense. Yeah. That wasn't very Par good. Par for the course. Um He's a great running back though. I saw Michigan State and Michigan set college football back twenty years with a typical Big Ten performance. <laughs> Everybody will talk about how great Harbaugh is as a coach now. And um whatever. What else was there? We saw Bama do Bama things. I saw Ohio State. Oh, how did we We didn't even pick this game. How do we even forget forget this right off the top of our head? That's the only thing that mattered last weekend. It was a beautiful and thing. And it was beautiful. It was a beautiful but it's one of those things though, and I, I, I have a Ohio State colleague at work and she's pretty astute. It's one of those things I think if they played that game ten times, that's probably the best Purdue would ever do in those ten times. Mm-hmm. But you know what matters? Don't matter. It doesn't matter. That's what matters. All it that matters. matters is the one time. Yes. And and some there's a little bit of karma or justice out there in the world for for everything. If you had to, how much money would would you put down? If we if we made a bet right now that Urban Meyer, if I said Urban Meyer is not going to be the coach at Ohio State next year, how much money would you lay on the line? If, if, do you think that would happen? He would. Yeah. I mean, I I think I think he's not going to be, and I would. You would wager a certain amount. You, yeah. How how what do you think the chances are that he is not there next year on his own by his own decision? Thirty five percent. Okay. I think it's like sixty. Oof telling you those are paul johnson numbers i'm telling no i'm he's gonna he's done i mean i don't think he's gonna be fired i think he's 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 gonna retire just and speaking of paul johnson he's gone too paul can can we jump into this real quick yeah paul johnson because you heard something that i have not heard yet but i've been i've been busy with freshman basketball yeah and you dropped this bombshell on me today 25 minutes ago. Tell me what you told me about Paul John, who is a very, that he's, a relatively trusted source. Yes. That Paul is no longer going to be the coach next year. That, mm. that several people have told him just out of the blue, hey, there's going to be a change at Georgia Tech, which we both agree that is trying to come in. And first off, it's, it's, it should be an appealing job because it's in a conference that has prestige but isn't too strong. And you're right in the middle of Atlanta. But, uh, man, you go in there and take over that roster, that's three or four years, I think, until you can get players in and develop to fit unless you hire another service academy well, coach. You, you, won't, you won't have to worry about any running backs because you got plenty of them, right? Decent ones, I guess. I mean, if you line any of those guys up in a pro-style system with that offensive line or, or a spread system, how – I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know how good their running backs are because uh, it's because system. They're system backs, yeah. right? Yeah. And they don't go on to the NFL. Who was the last one? Dwyer? Jonathan Dwyer. Mm, yeah. I mean, have it, they I had I feel like they've had more wide receivers go to the NFL than Isn't that the weird? Isn't that weird? <laughs> how has Georgia Tech put more receivers in the NFL than running backs? 
because Paul doesn't think he needs to recruit elite running backs because he can just – and for the most part he can for what he wants. But And you remember his good years were with chance players. I have talked to a couple of uh, Tech alumni, none that have played football at Tech. They're not very happy. They're a little perturbed. They shouldn't be. And I, You say they shouldn't be, but then I look – I was like – Look what you look what you're trotting out. I mean, you kind of have to. Right, I don't know if how much. I mean, I really don't know how much their administration cares. I mean, I don't. It mm. it's like genitals. They're content. You know, he graduates players. They don't get into trouble. It seems like they're just kind of whatever. Well, and you Win know what? There's seven, eight games, six to eight games a year, and there's a lot to be said for that. Yeah, graduating players and staying out of trouble. Yeah, but you can do both. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would be I would be rearing for a change. So that's that's my my two coaching predictions for for the midseason here is Georgia Tech. Well, what was that? Georgia Tech and Ohio State will both have new coaches next year. One will choose to leave, and one will be booted. Anyways, okay, I've got a question for you. Yeah. My turn. I'm, we're looking at the AP and coaches top twenty five. Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame sit one, two, three. What are the chances that those teams run the table? Mm. What's Notre Dame's schedule? Pull up Notre Dame's schedule. Who do they have left? USC? Uh, or is it Stanford? USC. So they, they have the... Yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah. think I think the chances are... That all three of them do? Yeah. Um, 70. 70%. That's big. That's big. Rem- remember, this has been the year of the squatter. Yeah. All right, and and so one of these teams is squatting in somebody else's position. Which one is it? Uh, I think it's Notre Dame. And uh, who's gonna? Man, Florida State. That's the most likely. Florida State. Florida State. Man, uh, Clemson doesn't have to worry about anything. <laughs> oh, uh, look they, at that brutal remaining schedule. Florida the, State, Loserville, Boston College at Boston College, which could be a tough game. Duke, uh, puke. And, and then the chickens, USC Junior. Man, that that's they. You know, I'm just they did the right thing with Trevor Lawrence, and it's paying off. For now, they, and, well, well, they will could, by the end of the year. They could be the squatter. They could, but they're going to get in. You know, that's the thing is they may be squatting, but they're they're comfortable in their <laughs> where they are for now. They're not going to sure. get knocked off. And wouldn't you rather be at number two than at number four, realizing you have to play Alabama? Yeah. First round. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I would. I would. Um. So who else is gonna? I I think I think it's Michigan's the other one that. Well, I, I don't know because I kind of think Ohio State's gonna beat Michigan. So then who sneaks in? Mm. At number four. Texas. Maybe, but I don't. I can just don't talk, trust them yet. You're ready to jump off the Texas bandwagon. I'm well. I'm. I'm. I've you're kissed done. that goodbye. Yeah, you're, I'm in the dust. Done with I'm in the dust, and they're 50 miles down the road because they I, took off as soon yes. as they discarded you, me. The, you were the. You were dragging them down. <laughs> I was holding them down. I was the dead weight. Uh, yeah. Seriously, Texas. as soon as I sternly announced I was never getting back on the bandwagon, the bandwagon turbo booster just <laughs> took off. Now, now. Texas with a, a schedule, in my opinion, that could catapult them if they went out. Oklahoma State, West Virginia, Texas Tech, uh, at, at least 
those three games, I think. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of end up with Iowa State and, and Kansas games you should win going away. But yeah, but Iowa State's tough. Iowa State's not a not a pushover. I mean, those that's at home. Texas Tech could beat them. West Virginia definitely could beat them. Right. Oklahoma State could. Kansas, no. Who even coaches at Kansas now? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know who coaches at Kansas. I don't either. I didn't know they had a football team. <laughs> yeah, I remember Freejan, and then they had Charlie Weiss. Is he <laughs> Charlie? Um, ay, ay, ay. Maybe Perry Ellis is coaching football now. <laughs> Perry. What's, what's, yeah, Iowa State. Iowa State's not terrible. I mean, they're not great, but they're not terrible. Um, they did just beat West Virginia. Can I switch gears completely for a minute? Yeah. I don't know if I was on Twitter or on the computer, but I was re- oh I was looking at the ACC uh, kind of like a watch list for players of the year and and all first team second team. I would like to nominate Luke May as a player who's been in college fo- college basketball for way too long. In North Carolina. Yes. 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 He is our Perry Ellis. He he gets the Perry Ellis Award. He's the 2018-2019 Perry Ellis. I c- agree with that 100. percent I mean, has Luke May not been in college for 10 years now? I saw his name scroll on the bottom line. I thought the same thing. I thought, is, did he have a brother? Is that a sibling? Maybe Larry May. Yeah. Uh, no. Linus. Still May. the same old. Luke. Oh, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's Perry Ellis. Is was it Russ Smith? Um, There's just so many. Van, so yes, Van Zant at uh, Wichita State. Yeah, oh, Van Zant or there. Van Vliet? What, Van one? Vliet. Yeah, Van <laughs> Zant. I'm thinking of Skinner. <laughs> All right, uh, Van Vliet and uh, who was the guy last year? Maybe it was Van Vliet. The guy he was bald by the time he was, he was done, which is just I mean, like Ellis. Yeah, so they follow a similar pattern. So, so can can we go on the record as the two thousand, like you said, eighteen nineteen Perryellis, our all Perryellis award team yeah. is is preseason is Luke Mays. So Luke Mays. If you guys, if our listeners have any other player that you feel has been in college basketball way too long, please let us know. Yeah, and maybe it's just the era of one and done. You don't see a guy stick around for four years, but I feel like Luke Mays been at North Carolina since Moby Dick. Yeah. was a minnow. Yeah, I think he was. He he learned under Eric Montross. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> he came in on Montross's last year. Oh, one of my uh, least favorite players of all time. Eric Montrose? Yeah, I hated him. Really? I hated him. Don, you didn't like you didn't hate Dante Dante Calabria? Dante Calabria. You don't remember that name? No. North Carolina? No. Oh, okay. I remember Montrose. I think he was with Eric. I, I equated him to Ivan Drago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It's because of buzz cut, man. Yeah. Very worst. Russian He's got very very Slavic features. How yes, he that? does. <laughs> Slavic features. Yeah. Can we talk about this week's game? We're going. We're we're getting way off the rails here. There is yeah, there is complete and utter today. chaos today. <laughs> when you don't feed art, this is what happens. I'm angry. So if, if any of our listeners are listening that might perhaps live across the street or down the street and want to bring me some food, I would be more than happy. I like wings. I know, but here's the thing, Art. When the t- by the time they hear this, you're gonna have eaten breakfast and be gone, right? I mean, they're not listening live. By the time, by the time they hear it, if I keep repeating it, maybe they'll bring it right after Georgia beats Georgia Tech while we are enjoying our pound cake, and then we are, we can eat wings and then pound cake. I, I mean, mean, we can have a this feast. Like a fat and it'll be a delayed Thanksgiving because that's right after Thanksgiving. Yes. yes. Yeah. So, so that's our plan. So on, I'm I'm going way back here. 
may, many won't get the reference, but on Southern Playlistic Cadillac Funky Music outset, Outcast and the intro, he says, all the players, all the pimps, all the hustlers. I'm talking about a black man's heaven, all right? If we can get somebody talking about all the wings, all the French fries, all the pound cake, pound I'm talking cake. about a fat man's heaven, <laughs> man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> epic, epic. I'm going to yeah. lobby for that. That, this, that the people would actually be able to live for the first time actually hear someone gain weight. Yes. You know, you <laughs> yes. like physically hear the, the, the six packing. or seven yes. pounds being added. Yes. As, as we <laughs> pass the blue cheese. <laughs> yeah. Uh, three games this week uh, because the schedule is absolutely atrocious in it's our awful. opinion. In our opinion. Oh, just before we even get to that. We've talked for several weeks now about how bad the top 25 is. And Appalachian State. Appalachian the, State. The Mountaineers coming in at number 25 in the AP poll. They, right. they are not ranked in the coaches poll. That would be University of Miami would be ranked 25 in the coaches poll. But but so, well, <laughs> microphone's oh. tilting away. Uh, and uh, Appalachian State. Is losing with ten minutes left in the third, seventeen to seven to Georgia Southern. So that's another top twenty-five squatter. Good, cho- yeah, squatters. Squatter. This is the year of the squatter. It is. Everybody's just kind of just sitting there. Yeah. Who, who who else can we throw in there, and they'll just get beaten? How how in the world is Appalachian State better than Auburn? Yeah, that's that might be a bit of a stretch, or even even Michigan State, or you know that's. Line them up. Auburn beats Appalachian State ten out of ten times. Yeah. In Boone. You think? Sorry, so. Von Brown. It just it that's the way it works. You think so? I mean, has, then again, Auburn. Auburn. Auburn, Auburn does Auburn. the Auburn things, don't they? Okay. Anyway, here's something else. This this can segue into the Georgia Florida game if we want, or we can do that later. We're gonna, but we're going to save dude, that. I saw on Twitter Central Florida fans putting out a statement about how there was a group of them that was going to go up to game day, Jacksonville for game day, but because of violent threats from Georgia and Florida fans on Twitter, they've canceled it and they're not going to go up there because a couple of Twitter users said, well, I hope you have health insurance or something like joking that they were going to beat them, which first off, why would you beat up a Central Florida fan for coming to... I mean, that doesn't make any sense. There's different fans of school that game day all the time. Right. But why would you public decide not to go and publicly announce it because somebody on Twitter said they might hit hit you? That's the weakest thing. That is. It. How about man up and say, all right. Let's bring it. Yeah. Not only am I going to beat your rear end on game day, then in December, my Knights are going to beat your... I mean, come on. Insert team... On the football field. It's so, That's it's, what you say, it's right? It's just so lame to, to cancel your trip because a Twitter user said, I'm going to beat you up if you come to game day. Yeah. Which, why would you even... I'm glad that they said it was Georgia and Florida fans because we have enough people just saying stupid stuff that comes up on Twitter anyways. But anyways, I, I was looking at that, that squatter at number 10 in the poll of Central Florida, <laughs> and I thought the same thing. I just thought... That, you, they, they haven't lost a game in like what 19 tries it's been a while hasn't it yeah yeah maybe 20 maybe they're not a squatter they're the only real deal in college football right now them in alabama <laughs> tell, yeah only surefire bets central florida and alabama and alabama 
co-national champs last year. We're going to start far away from the southeast, and we're going to start with Penn State. Happy Valley. And Iowa. Now, Penn State, and I'm, I'm, we, we can't use the, I think it's the commutative, commutative property if A equals B and B equals C, then A equals C. You can't just can't. Transitive? Do, maybe that's it. I was never I good at that. I don't know. I forgot the word. It's I, late. I, it's yeah. been I, a long day. I, I majored in economics. Okay. All right. Just for the record, if you, yeah. you tell my wife that next time she has computer problems. <laughs> um, so you can't say A equals B. In college, yeah, whatever. you can't say, well, we, we we beat them by five and you guys lost them by three, so we're going to beat you by eight. Yeah. It just doesn't work like that. No. No. Penn State, and where I'm going with this is I'm looking at Penn State's loss to Michigan State, and then I'm looking at Michigan State last week, and I'm thinking, how? Yeah. How? How did you lose that game? And and they've got Iowa coming in. The Hawkeyes ranked number uh, 18 in the uh, coach, in the both coaches in AP, if I'm not mm. mistaken. Hawkeyes averaging 30.6 points a game. Their defense giving up 14 points a game. They've got big wins over Maryland, a shutout over Maryland, a team that Texas lost to. Yeah. They beat Indiana, Minnesota, lost to Wisconsin, and beat Northern Illinois. All right, last five games. Penn State, man. Trouble with Indiana. Yeah. Lost Lost. to to Michigan State, lost to Ohio State. Yeah. So, you got one team on a three-game winning streak, and then you got one team that's lost two out of the last three. But James... Is, you remember Iowa last year against Penn State. I mean, uh, Ohio State. Yeah. They're capable yeah. of... Kirk Ferentz always... He seems like one of the more overrated coaches to me. But he, he can put together a good game here or there. Every, knock somebody off. Every now and then. I... The line is six and a half points. I don't know anything about Iowa. Absolutely zero. Yeah. As in, I didn't do any homework about Iowa. None. And I don't even care. Right? Yeah. Just make, just grow my corn and get out of the way. (laughs) All right? Just grow my corn and pigs and get out of the way, Iowa. That's, that's how I feel about that. James Franklin is a madman. Uh Uh-huh. This game is in Happy Valley. This game goes to Penn State. Yeah. 31 to 20. 31 to 20. You can take your six points and shove it. Okay. Yeah. And go back and make me my corn. Yes. That's what you're saying. And feed the hogs. Look at that. Uh, between the two, Trace McSorley or whoever in Stanley is, don't know his first name, he's got better numbers on the year than Trace McSorley. Who would have Who would have thought he'd have more passing yards and more touchdowns? Nate Stanley from Wisconsin. He's from... It's just, you know, Trace McSorley that. gets hyped so much. Minimum... Mm. Minamoni, Minamoni Falls, I think. Nah, I whatever. Don't, I don't know. Uh, anyways, it, it won't it won't be enough. Penn State is covered by favored by six and a half. They will cover by one touchdown, thirty four to twenty seven. In another, not so exciting. That's high scoring for the Big Ten, but not so exciting game because none of them are ever exciting except for last week Purdue Ohio State. Yes, that was electric. Yes, I think the electric was. Be- Thanks to the Kentuckian Rondale Moore. Just yeah, slicing just, and dicing. I mean, he just ran like a hot. Dude, he's playing when he when he trucked the dudes and got knocked over and, and kept, kept oh, going. Dude, I jumped off my couch. I was like, yes. and I wasn't even watching that game until you texted me. I was <sighs> like, wait a minute, wait a minute. It was beautiful, beautiful. Uh, 
Let's let's talk about another potential squatter. And can we just take a pause and look at Herb Street's face, the disdain in Kurt's face, Kirk's face. Could you imagine how he felt in the booth? Oh on yeah. He does a good job covering it up. I wonder how much he likes Urban Meyer. So at the same time, uh, you, you say you Urban Meyer or yeah. Urban Meyer. You just have to court Urban Myers. You just have to wonder. <laughs> I don't know. Let's come let's come closer to home. To the ACC? To the ACC. A compelling matchup. The conference And we're champions. only picking this because it's Clemson and because it's against the spread. Yes. I mean, we would never pick this straight up and uh, beat at, our chest about yeah, it. Yes, we would have picked this straight up preseason had things uh, progressed like we thought they would. Um, but Florida State... Um, that really lived up to the... Yeah, four and three on the season. How about Heisman Trophy preseason candidate Cam Akers with 460 yards rushing? In uh, two games? How many games did he play? Oh, seven. Okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got Travis Etienne over there, who is actually now in the Heisman discussion. Right. 800 yards rushing, 14 touchdowns. Man. Big numbers. Big numbers. Now, Cam Akers, fair enough, is, is playing behind a makeshift uh, offensive line full of uh, – Beer cans and uh, tomato cans <laughs> and soup cans. That's been the last 15 years for Ohio State. Florida State. Right? Yeah, Florida, I mean, Florida State. But yes, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They just, when was their last good offensive line? Never. I don't know. Never. I don't know how it was when Jameis won the, the title. I don't I don't know, but it's... I mean, Dalvin probably made them look a lot better than they were when he but, was there. And and Florida State's their low-hanging fruit to pick on, but any team that needs to... It, is going to have success. A lot of times, it just starts up front with your offensive yeah. line. If they're not in, if not, if they're not on the same accord, kiss a goodbye. You can't do anything right if you can't block anybody. You can't, no matter good how good your skill position players are, if you can't block guys up front, you're not going to do anything. As bad as Florida State's offensive line has been, has Clemson's defensive line been just as underwhelming this season for all the hype they've gotten? Yeah, I think for the hype, yeah. Definitely. I mean, uh, we th- expected them to just smother and destroy everyone. Right. And and they're, I mean, I don't know. When I've watched them, it it hasn't been, I don't know what I expected. If I expected them to just bull rush every play and just be swarming quarterbacks the whole time. I don't know. But I also don't know how good Clemson's, I mean, not that it matters at the point of attack, but I don't know how good Clemson's secondary and, and linebackers are. They, I, hmm. I think it's their linebackers that are suspect. Yeah, I think so. I think so. They they it's been a while since they've had a great one. Nevertheless, Clemson giving up thirteen point four points per game. Okay, thirteen four point four points. Pretty stout defense. Yeah, scoring forty two points a game. Uh, but that schedule, I mean, save for Texas A and M, really hasn't been. I mean, I know they beat NC State last week, forty-one to seven. It wasn't much of a contest. They were paper tigers, right? Yeah, right. Uh, so yeah, they haven't played anybody, but they're they're starting to come together more offensively. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I mean, even if you haven't, the last two games haven't been against the toughest competition. Ten points total in two games to to Power Five schools is impressive. Yeah. No, so never, maybe they're rounding into form. You know. That's what it seems like. You called Wake a Power 5 school. Well, they are technically, you know. Technically, they're in in a Power 5 conference, so. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. Their biggest win of the season was against Towson. Man, who's who's Clemson? (laughs) Who's Clemson going to... 
Who's Clemson going to face in the championship game? They're not getting to the. Is it going to be the Ho- I mean, conference. Is it going to be the Hokies? Is it going to be no, the U? It's 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 going to be uh, Virginia. <laughs> That'll be compelling television. Or, or once again, Georgia Tech will back their way in. No, no. They're up. They're up big right now. Thirty-five twenty-one on on Virginia Tech. Hey, congratulations. <sighs> Florida State. Not a, not a lot to write home about. Uh, DeAndre Francois has passed for uh, eight hundred and fifty-nine yards. Is it? I mean, there have been times where. I think you even you, you you led me on this, where he got sacked in one game and the offensive lineman went to go help him up and he just kind of pushed their arm Swatted away. Swatted him away, yeah. Like screw you, dude. Why don't you just go block somebody? Yeah. I think there could be, be some frustrated. Yeah. His whole career, he's just been smashed. Yes. Time yeah. and time again. Yeah. Yeah. That poor guy, guy. He, I'm not sure how he's not shell shocked and as soon as the ball snapped, doesn't immediately just throw it out of bounds and duck. Right. Because that's what I would do if I played yeah. for Florida State. Uh, the Seminoles are playing at home mm-hmm. uh, this season. At home, uh, Florida State has beaten. Uh, and if you give me just a second, I will pull this. Up. I do think that Florida State has the best pass rusher that Clemson has or will face on the year. In Brian Burns, I mean, he might be able to make things a little more difficult for Lawrence and them. Perhaps, maybe. At home, they've lost to Virginia Tech, beat Sanford by ten. Beat Northern Illinois by 18, and Wake Forest by 21. There you go. Impressive home schedule for Florida State. Very impressive. They do have a decent schedule down the stretch there. They do. Florida State, yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, Clemson uh, on the road is beating Texas A&M, who I think is better than Florida State. They beat Georgia Tech. Wake, eh. Man, people, people were given preseason – Georgia and Bama hard time about their schedules, and it's true they aren't that tough. Would you rather? Who do you think has had a tougher schedule? Do you think Clemson playing Texas A&M, Georgia Tech, NC State, FSU, or would you, would you say Georgia playing against uh, LSU, Florida, South Carolina when they you were don't ranked? Know, right, you don't know how good Auburn's going to be. Kentucky's a top fifteen squatting team, <laughs> but. I'm just saying the um, schedules. Yeah. It's funny preseason. Nobody says anything about Clemson's, but that's a cakewalk. Extremely. I mean, that's that is. There's there's, I mean, look on there and think of are any of those teams? Do you think should be a top twenty five team? No. I mean, maybe A and M could be in the twenties. Yeah. But other than that, no. 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 That's come on. It's a joke. It's a joke. Just like Florida State's offensive line, Clemson favored by seventeen. That almost looks like a sucker bet, doesn't it? You've been suckered before. Yeah. I'm going to take that bet. I'm going to take the 17 points. Yeah, me too. And I'm going to take Clemson 43, Florida State 20. I think Doak Campbell Stadium will be rocking for the first quarter and a half. If Florida State goes down by 17 points, the fans will exit. Francois gets sacked again, fumbles. Wilkins picks it up and returns it for a touchdown. It's 24 nothing. They start emptying the emptying Doak. And the route will be on. I'm I'm not far behind you. I'm basically the same thing. But I give Clemson 41, and I don't. I'm not as generous to FSU. You give him 20 points. I give him 13. <laughs> and I mean, I think that's being gener- wow. being generous. So wow. yeah, we both after being burned by Clemson last week, we we're putting our faith in them this week to to come through and cover that 17 easily. Last game we're gonna do tough uh, game. 
Georgia, Florida. Man, this is always a tough one. And on the way home from basketball practice, I was listening to the Georgia Bulldogs whatever radio show. Radio Network? Uh, Muhammad Massaquai and... Yeah. Uh, and uh, Boykin was on yes, tonight yes. with Neil Hondo Williamson. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and of course... Uh, because I'm so petty, I was just listening to both uh, Boykin and Massaqua talk about how this was really a home game for Florida and that, you know, it's it's not a neutral site and, and all this whining and whining. And then one of them said, yeah, well, we went one and three against them. I was like, yeah, well, that's why you're crying about it. Just beat them. I don't know what, I don't know yeah. what else to tell you. Just win. That's a, that's a debate that it comes up every year, but usually it only comes up when Florida wins, mm. when Georgia loses, because, I mean, it is an hour from their campus and, like, you know, much longer from ours. Can, but can we, can we, stadium's 50-50. Can we stop? Okay. Have you ever been to Jacksonville? Yeah. Have you ever been to Valdosta, Georgia? I've been through it. All right. Can you tell me the difference between Valdosta and Jacksonville? One... One's in South Georgia, one's in North Florida. <laughs> right. No, I'm just saying the, the travel dem- the time is what people talk is ex- about. People saying this game is in Florida don't realize what South Georgia's like. It's it, like the same... It's, it's about how far you have to go. That's all they're saying. It's a mentality. Oh, I, I think it's just staying in Jacksonville. I love it there. I'm just saying, that's... I, no, no, I just said, it only happens when we lose. That's when people <laughs> say, well, we should do a home and home. No, Jacksonville's awesome, but... Or rotate Jacksonville and Atlanta. That's a thought. Ooh, I, I mean, like that. How about we rotate when Florida's not playing well? We just rotate Mercer in, in Jacksonville. <laughs> uh, it is fun going down there. I was talking to Megan about that the other night. About back in our, it was it was eleven years ago that we went down and Georgia rushed the field. You know mm-hmm. that that whole situation. <laughs> <laughs> Has that been eleven yeah. years? Yeah. That was Tim Tebow, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, and Noshan and Urban, and then the next year Urban punished us for it. <laughs> like he was up like thirty, and he was calling timeouts with a minute left, using all his timeouts, and oh, yeah. I mean, anyways, it's just it's just weird. Whatever. I mean, you can throw out pretty much anything. I remember 2014, Georgia was ranked at the like eleventh. Florida was had won like four games, and we were favored by like fifteen points. And they just came out and smoked us. Just ran the same five plays at us. Just ran the ball on us. Oh, just just drug us across the stadium and crushed us. Like so, I don't care what rankings are. I hadn't even realized that they're a top ten team now. Yes, <laughs> this is a this is the the biggest matchup. Speaking of folks emptying the stadium, Lane Stadium is is emptying out now. Georgia Tech scores another touchdown. Wow. Um, Bud Foster escalated premier, quickly. Yes, it was tied when I got here. Um. Georgia is a six and a half point favorite over Florida in Jacksonville. Yeah. You were saying Florida is ranked in the top ten. Like yeah. the, the epitome of squatting. Who right? would have thought that preseason or even a quarter of the Never. way into the season? Never. Even last dude, dude, they were losing to Vanderbilt in the first half last their last game. I mean they did not look impressive. Not only were they, they were lo- trying to fight. Yes. Uh 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 What's his uh, What's his face? Anthem? Was was going to get beat down by Derek Mason? Oh, he would get smoked by Derek Mason. I mean, I was in his really, vest. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I would have liked to see that. And then Mullen tried to pretend like he was super tough mad. Yeah, yeah, fake tough. Whatever. That's this one where he goes up to the ref and then starts jumping around like, "Hold me back, hold me back," you know. Always that guy. 
And then they're coming out with their special uniforms and their white helmets and their all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, they are the kings of fake juice. What's that? What was that video they made where they were kind of dressed up in like zombie or masks or something? Like oh, just... yeah, I remember that. That was just dumb. Yeah, they were all that's, dressed that's up that's in a costumes. Full... So the the over under is we we talked about the, the spread, but the over under on jorts in Jacksonville this weekend. If you had to give me a number, uh, it's I, tough. I believe the stadium holds like 80, Let's say eighty two thousand. Yeah. All right, and that's probably a little high. If forty one thousand of those tickets are going to Georgia. How many jorts will be? A good 15,000. 15,000? Yeah. Yeah. And you have, well, it, it, it's, you have to differentiate because women are allowed to wear jorts. You know, like a girl wearing jean shorts is fine. Right. It's the males wearing right. jean shorts. And especially the cargo jean shorts, which are a rare breed. But yeah, <sighs> they love them. There's a reason. I mean, that's the oldest stereotype about Florida fans in the in the book but there's a reason for it because you can go down there anytime to Jacksonville and see them and it usually has like a Tebow jersey tucked into it that's the best thing mm. the tucked in shirt and the, and the jorts with cowboy boots and the high socks and tennis shoes yeah. tennis shoes are cow- <laughs> I, I, you know <laughs> yeah you know all about it you've well, been down there I was born and raised right. in Jacksonville <laughs> so this is but this Those is your North, people North Florida is more like South Georgia than or, the rest or of Or Alabama. <laughs> no, that's West, that's West Florida. Well, that's like a Scambia. Yes, yeah, yeah Pensacola, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, I don't really know what to think other than history has always shown me, kind of like you, every year the, the under Florida does seem to have an edge in this game. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It, it, there is it, it does make a difference. All right, I'm making light of it. It does make a difference that you're on a bus and Georgia's on a plane. But, um it's hard to it's hard to say though because I mean even I mean for all the years that that Florida was the underdog and won there's a I mean in recent history Georgia's controlled the series mm-hmm. and last year won forty two to seven and uh, so you of course that was a different coaching staff but mo- a lot of the same players so it's so so you're saying dancing Matilda makes a difference I don't man they they're so I don't know. They are much more confident at the moment mm-hmm. than we are. I would you would think, because based on they weren't expecting to be here, and they'll probably be looser because there's no shouldn't be any pressure because they're not expected to contend for the East, and uh, they've, you know, so they've been at exceeding their expectations, and I don't know if they're going to be overconfident. They they're talking again because they that's all Florida players do is just talk talk talk, and Georgia. But at the same time, it's like. You're coming off a loss where you were humiliated and humbled, which deservedly, because I think the Georgia players and coaches were way overconfident, bordering, bordering on arrogant. Like it, it was just, it was just, you know, like we got to a title game, went toe to toe with Bama, and we just thought we were that had good a, now, arrived, right. right? And we could just show up, and the and the helmet would win. So I don't. I don't know. It's the, the when you look at the psychological aspect of it, it's like well, one team is riding high and one team just came off a devastating loss, but then their backs are against the, the wall. And so, who do you think has the edge psychologically? I think the edge goes to Georgia, and I'm gonna put all my eggs on Kirby Smart in the Kirby Smart basket. Mm-hmm. A week off, uh, extremely focused guy, and. And then this has nothing to do with Kirby, but 
Didn't Florida lose to Kentucky at home? Yeah. All right. Then you just can't. When you, when you start doing things like that, I can't yeah. trust you. I just yeah. don't trust you. And I, I think this game, you know, I'm I'm picking. I'll go ahead and get my score. Georgia 27, Florida 24. Georgia wins, but does not cover. I just don't think that – I think this game comes down to a Rodrigo Blankenship field goal. Uh, maybe uh, uh, Justin Fields leading the team down or, or getting a big play towards the end to get him in the field goal range. And yeah. Blankenship wins it 27-24. I mean, yeah, losing to Kentucky, that's not the – maybe, to me, one of the worst teams to ever be ranked in the top ten, Florida. Because they are not they, – I don't know how – I mean, they could easily come out and beat us. They are not a, a top ten football team in any any rankings, like, ever. <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. top 25, maybe. But I don't – I mean, they beat LSU. I don't know how good LSU is. They're not as good as we made them look. No. No. I mean, we we committed four turnovers, played about as bad as you could, missed shots left and right, and it was a ten point game with eight minutes left, and we. So no, that's uh, I don't know. I don't buy into Florida, but I also don't completely buy into Georgia right now because there's still I'm gonna have to see something different than the disjointed offense that I've seen all year and the run defense that can't really stop people all that well. I'm with you. So here's the thing. I I don't have no. I I wrote with Justin Fields and without Justin Fields getting 15 snaps. So let's let's explain it. So 50 yes. yeah. So we we earlier when we were picking these games, Daniel said there's two possible scenarios here. And I was like, well, "Let's play them out." Yeah. You make your official pick, but let's talk about the scenarios. Yeah. So it's it's does Justin Fields get 15 snaps, which would mean he gets a series and he gets consecutive plays and he can actually run the offense. Or do they do this garbage they did against LSU where you put Jake Fromm in, take him out, put Fields in for one play to run, bring him out, put Jake Fromm back in. If that happens, Florida will win, I think. And Florida would win 24 to 20. So I think Florida would win a close one. If they do that, if if they stick to that same awful rotation that, that neither quarterback can get into rhythm, and I don't think Jake Fromm – and our passing offense against Florida does have a good pass rush, and they'll have plenty of Grantham blitzes a lot. So I, th- I think Florida will win that game if Justin Fields gets 15 snaps, which I'm not saying Justin Fields should start, but he should play series, get significant playing time more than just one play, run in, run out. If he does play, I think Georgia will win, but I don't think Georgia will cover. So in that scenario, I see Georgia winning 28-24, but in neither scenario do I see Georgia covering. All right, so you're taking Florida. Right. In the points. Yeah. It wouldn't shock me if we won by two touchdowns, but I can't, I can't pick that. Right. In good conscience, not, no. not in this game. That would be – I mean, even the like, Homer side of me doesn't expect that. So I'm, I'm, I don't feel great about this game. There you have it. Uh, so Halloween's coming up. Yeah. Uh, it, it's next Wednesday. Right as we record, it's Thursday. So, one, are you a big fan of Halloween? Yes. So, dress up and everything, or just take the kids trick or treating? Just take the kid. I think Halloween is a is a holiday for children. So you don't dress up, right? You're not. I no, I don't dress up. I don't mind parents that do. Mm-hmm. What I don't like is how overboard a lot of adults take it. Mm-hmm. It's usually single adults. The, and getting like super dressed up in elaborate costumes and yeah. going out and getting hammered. That, that strange, to me, very strange. I don't know when that became. Even when I was in college, that didn't happen. 
But now there's like people in their 40s with these elaborate costumes at these parties yeah. and you're like, come on. Yeah. You're, you're grown. You have a mortgage probably. Why are you, <laughs> why are you dressing up like... Okay, so I mean, I, I, if you're going with your kids, dress up. Yeah, that's cool. Fair or enough. if you're just like sitting on your front porch for, for kids coming, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. I'm just trying to get... I had this idea in my head. I never dress up. I hate dressing up. But yeah. I, I, I've been growing my hair out for almost a year now and I have this really brilliant idea I can't share on the air I, I'll have to tweet it out of not brilliant but of what to do with my hair to kind of make a costume while I hand out uh -huh. candy and um I'm trying to figure out do I dress up or do I just do what I normally do and sit outside in my jacket with a glass of wine and run off teenagers <laughs> do you get like a squirt bottle that if they try to get too much you squirt them no I, I'm <laughs> but I, I pass out the candy yeah I, I don't you don't like the little kids get to pick, like especially what's your favorite? I got you. Yeah. If you're like if you're an eighth grade or older, I'm giving you the crap candy. Mm -hmm. And if you're not dressed up, you're not getting anything. Yeah, I like that. That is that that and is a lot of people tell me, Well, aren't you afraid of kids? I was like, No, I think kids are afraid of angry black people. Like, I think I can <laughs> I learned that a few weeks ago. The kids are still afraid of angry <laughs> black black people. I I think so, yeah. Very I have never had to use that superpower. I didn't know I had it, but uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I would say that probably a lot of the adults are too. I would imagine. Yeah. So ha Halloween, I, I got a couple questions for you. Trick or treat. Let's play a little game. Trick or treat. All right. Yeah. Three three names. I think I can come up with three three names. Okay. Urban Meyer shows up to your house. Trick or treat. What do you give him? A trick, trick. or a treat? Trick. No no question asked. A, a trick. I'm I'm doing everything I can except for physically kicking him. <laughs> To get rid of him and demean him. Yeah. Trick. Brian Kemp shows up to your house. Trick or treat. <laughs> I would give that man a treat because he's so over the top with his commercials. And the, and the, the it, it's, it's like, it's so stupid to have a commercial where you're pointing a shotgun at a kid, but at the same time, or to say, yeah, I'm going to go round up illegals. But it's like so funny. <laughs> You know, he's like the caricature of a Georgia governor. Yes, candidate. yes, he is. Yes, yeah. he is. It's like yes. if Saturday Night Live did a sketch mocking a political ad in Georgia, it would be Brian Kemp. Yes. So yeah, Ed Orgeron. If he shows up, oh man, I, I would treat. give him. I would give him treat. I, I would try to bring him in, drink with that man, maybe have some gumbo, and uh, oh, that'd be awesome. Go I would love that. Go Tigers. Man, I can't of, of all the coaches in the, in college football. I mean, are there? He is a likable guy. Extremely. He's like, a, how he's could a, anybody he's a not man, like him? A common man's man, right? Yeah. And he's just yeah. I love Orgeron. <laughs> he's fantastic. And LSU's had that. man. They had Miles before that. Miles was likable. Yeah. Yeah. They're 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 the like the closest thing I think of. Not ally, but. That's kind of what I call them in the SEC for Georgia because we have so many rivalries and hate so many teams. But LSU has common enemies, and we every time we've ever played them and we've I've gone to the games, like I get along with their fans so well because they just want to have a good time and they're loud as hell. Yeah, yeah. So Orgeron's got a spot in my house, and I hand him some candy any day of the week. Last one, and 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 I'm going to be extremely political, politically incorrect, or try to be as politi politically correct as I can be. But if a little person or midget shows up at your house, <laughs> trick or treat. 
Megan would answer that door. That's a question for her. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say, where's your costume, buddy? Where's your parents? Oh, no, man. There, there's a lot. There's a lot that goes behind that. So we don't have a, we did trick or treat instead yeah. of, instead of, uh, wait, what? What? This uh, week? Uh, because we didn't have, um, we, we, we haven't know, really dug in and yeah, found any, any craziness right now. But, so trick or treat. Hey, if somebody shows up to your house, let us know. I mean, if you're listening, who you giving a trick to? Who you giving a treat to? Let us know. Just tweet us. Tweet it. Paul Johnson win. showed up to your house. What would he get? He'd get a treat. I don't want him to stay at Georgia Tech <laughs> okay, as yeah. long as he wanted. <laughs> He's a gift that keeps yeah. on giving, man. <sighs> uh, it's funny. As soon as I say he's going to be fired. Uh, they come out and they're whooping up Destroy. on Virginia Tech. That, that at, might get him an extension, maybe. At Lane Stadium on a Thursday night. <sighs> Good for them. Good for them. So that's all we've got. That's all I've that's got. It. You have, you have yeah. anything else? Are we at an hour? We are fifty nine twenty nine. Let's hurry up and Every get out of here. We are time. the role players. I am Arthur Mosley. He I'm is. Well. Our opinions don't matter. Let's do Find us on Twitter at the role players and the number one. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Bye.